Welcome in to an emergency edition of that SEC podcast. Not your normal edition of the show. Putting this out on a Sunday. Big news in the SEC. I'm sure everybody wants to know uh, Cousin Shane's thoughts on the Tennessee game. We'll get to that. I am going to record with Shane here in a little bit, a couple hours. He's still at work. We'll recap all the action from Saturday, but I had to hop on here with an emergency show because Cocho out at LSU at the end of the season. LSU has not yet confirmed that, but multiple, multiple outlets. I believe Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, had it first. The Athletic has confirmed it. ESPN confirmed it. Ed Ogeron plans to finish out the season, but then he will be done at LSU Not a total surprise, but the timing is certainly interesting because LSU just whipped up off Florida. And once again, Dan Bullen loses to Coach O despite having all these players out. Certainly didn't see that coming. Once, um, you know, we both thought Florida would not only win the game but cover. What a terrible loss for Florida. But again, we'll get to all that when we recap the show for Monday's show. But this is all about Coach O out at LSU. The plan, apparently, is for him to finish out the season with LSU moving on at the end of the year. So I wouldn't even expect Coach O. You know, we'll see. We'll see how fast LSU makes a replacement hire. But if they don't have a guy, we'll have to wait and see if LSU lets Coach O finish it out with a bowl game. But I would think even that you're probably not going to do because of the early signing day. you got to speed this process up. Now, why is this being done? After a win against Florida, I certainly think you want to avoid a uh, Les Miles 2015 scenario. LSU fans, of course, remember that. Maybe the rest of you in the SEC don't. Les Miles looked to be on his way out. The Tigers were trying to get Jimbo Fisher to come to Baton Rouge. And for whatever reason, there was a hiccup in the process. LSU rallied, beat Texas A&M. And Les Miles, I believe he was carried off the field. They decided to bring him back. So, hey, LSU got a little momentum. Can't have Coach O getting that last-minute support. Time to move on from Coach O. This is pretty wild. But LSU, 9-8 and eight under Coach O since winning the national championship. That's the stat that keeps getting thrown around. Again, Bruce Feldman of The Athletic is reporting that Coach O is going to get his full buyout. And depending on, uh, you know, where you get your information, that – Coach O buyout is around 17 to $21 million. So don't feel too bad for old Coach O. But it's pretty wild, man. I mean, he's right now at Coach O, 49 and 17 during his tenure there in Baton Rouge. He's 18 11 against ranked teams. He's 13 and 5 against top 10 teams. My goodness. And we're, we're throwing this guy out. But I think this obviously has a lot more to do with the off the field issues. Then what he's doing on the field. Now that Coach O's out, we're getting all these stories, how the players were, you know, thinking all these women's were a distraction. I don't, I don't know if I'm buying all that. I mean, I think once you push a guy out, all these the dirty secrets come out. But the athletic Brody Miller, he had an interesting article. I encourage you all to read that. But apparently Coach O made a pass at a pregnant woman who's married to high up LSU administrator. So you know, we're going to get more and more stories like this, I would imagine, now that Coach O's out. I mean, all the dirty secrets will start coming out, and, and that's in addition to all the, the photos and everything we've seen. But 
I get, I don't know if he's breaking any laws there, but just a bad look for LSU. And you compound that with uh, basically a 500 team here since winning the national championship. That's not going to cut it at LSU. I certainly think with uh, Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league here in the coming years, LSU wants to make sure they're in a prime position to stay at the top of the conference. Nick Saban, how many years has he got? LSU's got an opportunity here. They're somewhat at a crossroads. They screw up this hire, could really set the program back, could you know, could take years and years to get back. But I obviously, LSU fans got the confidence. Three different coaches will have won national championships in the past, what, 15 years there in Baton Rouge. So the confidence level high that they will be able to, you know, not skip a beat. I mean, that roster's loaded with talent. We'll have to see. Of course, in the transfer portal era, you know how this affects. Will there be a mass exodus? I don't know. A lot of players on this team, sophomores, freshmen, stand out. So this is a very, very attractive job. I think this is a more attractive job than the Southern Cal job that's that's currently open and probably going to be more attractive than any job on the market. Of course, it is in the, in the brutal SEC West. And as we've seen, hell, if you, if you ain't winning at all, you're out in the SEC and it's not just the SEC how about this I thought this was fantastic a little nugget here from David Hale of ESPN he's been on the show before but look at all these coaches that have won the national championship outside of Nick Saban and Dabo that have been out at their institutions here in recent seasons of course Ed Ogeron Urban Meyer 2014 four years later out at Ohio State Jimbo Fisher, 2013, four years later, out at Florida State, of course, jumped to Texas A&M. Gene Chizik, out two years after winning at Auburn, of course. And Urban, again, at Florida, two years after winning the 2018, excuse me, 2008 title, out at Florida. So, pretty wild. So, if you go win the National Championship, you might be out of a job here in a couple years. So, it sure as hell doesn't buy you what it used to in terms of goodwill across the country. But, Very, very interesting. LSU plays Mississippi State. Excuse me. LSU plays at Ole Miss this upcoming week. Lane Kiffin, Ed Ogeron, that should be pretty wild. It's already been selected as the SEC on CBS Game of the Week. Now this is just going to add some fuel to the fire. But also, you know, given the fact that uh, they made this decision after the big win against the Florida Gators, leads me to believe that Scott Woodward is already eyeing, maybe even zeroing in on his next coaching hire. And again, you got to speed this process up as much as possible with the early signing period. LSU, I do believe, has a top five recruiting class. Now, is that going to be in shambles? It's going to be very, very tough to keep that thing together. But maybe the, maybe that's part of the reason. Who knows? We, we may look back and this could be a stroke of genius to keep Coach O on and, you know, maybe uh, – have discussions with the, these recruits, getting them to, to stay in Baton Rouge. We'll find out. I mean, we we know the man. He's from LSU. He loves LSU. We'll see how hard he works for LSU now that uh, there's a deal in place for him not to be there anymore. But this is going to be wild to see a, a farewell tour, so to speak, for Coach O in Baton Rouge the next couple of weeks. Got six games left to play, I believe, sitting here with a 3-3 three and three record on the year. And I'll I'll close it out with this. I reached out to 
contact of mine. And this is this guy really knows what he's talking about. He broke the Sam Pittman to Arkansas news. He broke the Josh Heupel to Tennessee news to me before it was ever reported anywhere else. So I really trust this guy. And I asked him, who's LSU looking at? And he threw out two. I think he was. This is more speculation because these things are fluid, and you know I can ch- change at a drop of a hat. But the two names that came out of his mouth: Louisiana coach Billy Napier, of course. I think that's going to be the top at uh, a lot of these wish lists for LSU administrators. I think you're going to see that name time and time again. Billy Napier has been waiting for the right job. LSU certainly looks to be. You know, you're not going to get much better than that unless uh, old Nick Saban retires here at the end of the season. And then we get a Billy Napier bidding war. Of course, he's got ties to that Nick Saban program. Used to be his receivers coach. And then the one other name, again, I've been hearing this elsewhere as well, but Michigan State's Mel Tucker used to coach under Kirby Smart at Georgia, coached under Nick Saban at Alabama. So, again, it all goes back to the GOAT. (laughs) So we'll see. Again, it's very early in the process, but the fact that they're doing this in the middle of the season and already this is already leaking, already coming out, leads me to believe Scott Woodward, the AD down there, has got to have a good feel for who he wants to be LSU's next coach. And just go look at Scott Woodward's track record. He's the one that hired Chris Peterson at uh, Washington. He got him away from Boise. Scott Woodward's the guy that got Jimbo away from FSU to Texas A&M. He's hired, I apologize, I don't know her name, but the uh, LSU women's basketball coach, I think she's won like three national titles at Baylor. I mean, this is this is an AD that hires some big-name coaches. So make no mistake, LSU, the number one coaching job in the country that's open right now, you got to assume they are going to get an A-list coach and cannot wait to see who that is. Uh, but that's going to do it for this emergency edition. And again, Shane and I are going to do a podcast as normal, but just wanted to get this one out there. I'll get Cousin Shane to get his thoughts on this as well. But we just want to do a little Sunday pod. And people are asking also, why no power rankings? I ain't watched all the games. We were at we were in Neyland Stadium. So uh, I, got a, I got some games to catch up on. And I still got to do that before we hit the pod and before we put the power rankings out. But just wanted to give you guys a quick little update here on a Sunday. Now